0: I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Has anyone noticed that the longer they spend online, the angrier they get? The internet can truly be an infuriating place to be, and there's millions of people on there, all with clashing beliefs and values, and it is the perfect recipe for the perfect disaster. It is so easy to get sucked into comment wars and political arguments and trolling fights and all other things. The back and forth of a petty argument can be so addictive. And on today's episode, I am going to be speaking with author Kara Laws on how anger, especially online, is addicting and harmful and toxic and And how we need to just let go and not engage with haters. This is going to be a really good episode. You guys really need to listen up. But first, got to pay the bills. All right, everybody, we are back. So I have here with me my friend, Kara Laws. She's been an entrepreneur since she was a kid. And it turns out running a business only works well if you're in a good headspace. And part of running her business is she was online a lot. Facebook groups, and many different things, and she learned very quickly how fast the internet can become an angry place and how addicting it can be. After years and years of learning how to let go of her anger, she is writing a book called How to Love People When You Hate Humans. This book is all for the people who feel so incredibly angry about the injustices in the world and want to make a difference without destroying their lives. So welcome, welcome, Kara, to the show. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me absolutely gosh this is the first time guys i have a co-native of my hometown on the show shout out to b-town uh oh i'm so excited (laughs) blanding utah oh my gosh a little speck of nothing on the map um so how the heck are you i'm super good how are you i am doing so good that is also Maybe not the first time, but almost no one asked me the question right back. So thank you. I'm doing quite well. Um, Where you come at us from? Are you in B-Town? Yeah, I'm in Blanding. Oh, she in Blanding. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am so happy you are here. So social media, it can be an aggravating place to be. Folks are getting into fights and the online anger can get real and anger in general. People can be so aggravating, just like not even online. Just people in general can suck sometimes what is, tell us about your experience with all this anger stuff. That's just
1: (laughs) Oh, oh man. I have so much. It doesn't sound like it. As I say this, I am aware of that, but um, I actually have a ton of anger. I don't have to do as much as I used to. um, But I really could cause some issues with my anger for sure. Uh, Social media proved to be a very good place to unleash it
0: effective maybe not good but (laughs)
1: uh uh, maybe not even effective because anger is not really that effective at making change anyway it just was like I guess a good outlet um another place for me to yell another way for me to think that I was reaching more people Mm. um but to not actually do anything good so like oof social media, you know, I'm old enough that I saw the rise of social media. You know, my space was a real thing for me. It's not a thing we joke about. It was real life. Um, and so I kind of saw the rise of it all and I definitely got involved and definitely used it as a really great place to be more angry and to try to force people to agree with me. Maybe that's a good way to say it.
0: Why Why is it so easy to be like that? Why is it so easy to be angry online? Why is it so easy to online to become a toxic place to be? Whether it's MySpace or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, I feel like it's so easy for people to turn toxic when they're online, when in real life, they can usually be a pretty pleasant person.
1: Okay, so most people will say that it's because we're cowering behind our computers, right? I actually disagree. Um, social media has given us access to more ideas and opinions and thoughts and people and cultures and everything else than anything before in history, anything. And in our normal everyday lives, we're pretty much surrounded by people who generally agree with us on stuff.
0: Yep.
1: Right. You know, when I'm standing there talking to somebody at school, we, we have a lot of the same problems we have a lot of the same concerns. We have a lot of the same issues. And so we have like a, like a common, a a common thread somewhere in us that makes us kind of understand each other as human beings and helps us be a little more understanding on social media. It's not like that. We don't know Mm -hmm. these people. We just know that their opinion is so freaking far out there to us. And we don't understand where they're coming from. And we have no commonality at all. We don't understand why they would think that way. And I think it makes it super easy for us to just attack that because we don't have the luxury on social media of understanding everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's what, like 7 billion people on this earth and we have access to millions of them online Mm -hmm. and, and, we, we expect it to go well. Like, like, honestly, like it, it's really, I think it's really funny, especially with kids, you know, parents hand them this, this supercomputer, um, that gives them access to millions and millions of people and then don't teach them anything about it. And then they're like, and it, it should go well. Um, like, I, don't, I, I don't, I don't think this plan is foolproof. Um, so what about anger makes it so addictive? Cause it is so like, once, once a person gets going, cause I have felt it before I've been in bashing comment threads before I'm like, Ooh, where's the next comment? Give me another one. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this so addictive?
1: Okay. So what happens in your head uh, when you have anger is you have the amygdala part of your brain that manages your emotions. And when it, Chooses anger. I'm going to say chooses, uh, or when it's flooded with that anger, uh, a lot of things happen. First of all, it bypasses your prefrontal cortex, which is which is where you make choices. Your prefrontal cortex is like why we are human beings and not apes. It allows us to think through things and make decisions. Yes. Anyway, it bypasses that, and then it starts to flood your body with adrenaline, and is telling you that you are going to die. You need to fight for your life, be angry, protect yourself, protect yourself, protect yourself. And so it floods you with like this feeling of power. Essentially, you feel strong, you feel powerful, you feel, you feel like you can take things on and that feeling can be super intensely addictive.
0: So it's pretty much a real life alliteration of the Hulk. Like, <laughs> oh, sure. oh it gets angry and bam! I am He-Man by the power of Grayskull. I will kick your trash, um, and then and then we go down really really dark places. Um, when I was when I was looking at a lot of your posts about your book and different things that you're getting ready for, talking about your anger, you mentioned that you'd kind of gone down a couple really dark rabbit holes with your anger. Um, tell us a little bit about about that time.
1: Was there a specific one that you remember reading about?
0: No, just, uh, just in general, when you talk, when you talked about like not wanting to throw away your life because of how angry you got.
1: Okay. Sorry. There's a lot of, there are a lot of consequences that have happened because of my anger. So I was wondering if you, uh, had a specific one and now I have to choose one of, (laughs) one of the many, um, uh, uh, choices, choices, choices.
0: <laughs> you are totally fine. I, I kind of sprung this one on her guys. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, <laughs> I mean, so you, you, you manage one of the city, the blending city Facebook groups. Um, the, is it the blinding 24, seven yard sale or it's one of them?
1: Oh, I have like a, not one of them it's several um (laughs) so like I do the you know kind of like a free cycle page for San Juan County and then I have like a neighborhood watch page
0: there we go that's the one I was thinking about
1: um on those types of things for sure so okay I'm going back to your other question though because I know you're trying to help me but I'm just going to jump in oh go for it there are there are some things that I could talk about that we could just cry about like like crazy and, and I can tell you my my greatest regrets in my life instead i i want to talk about okay i want to talk about um a little bit more about political stuff not really political stuff but a political rabbit hole i went down instead i feel like it will speak to your people a little better let's Let's do it. it okay so the one that i went down that really caused a lot of problems is in my community there was a land management battle it was insane it was ridiculous um it was Super volatile. Is this Bears Ears? One of the, yeah, I try okay. not to say the word.
0: Right. So, for those no. who don't know, in Blanding, Utah, there's a national monument that was raised in the area called Bears Ears National Monument. It was raised by the government and it was millions of acres. And um, the Blanding, people of Blanding fought to make it smaller because it didn't need to be that big. And so, this is what Care is referring to with this big land battle between the government and the people itself. And the opinions got high. That's usually why I don't say what it was is so we
1: don't get divided on our opinions here. Okay, so um, what happens? I got super involved because I was pissed. Uh, I was super frustrated. I was ticked off. I was angry and I got super involved. I ran the website. I interviewed tons of people. I took all of the pictures. I created Um, a commercial that went on KSL for who knows how long. I raised tens of thousands of dollars, et cetera. Which sounds nice and it sounds good. And you're like, congratulations, you got involved. Here's the reality of what really happens on the backside.
0: Anger <laughs> is a good um, thing, guys. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, what really happened on the backside is there's like a whole ton of us together, mostly women. And we got together and we started building and fighting for this stuff and creating these things. But we were also angry. We didn't actually know how to work together. Right. Right. Uh, We were so angry that there was just infighting inside our little organization and trying to figure this all out. And I'm yelling at people and they're yelling at me and another part of our organization says she's going to beat me up in a parking lot and I need a police escort home and I can't sleep and I'm snapping at my children and I'm yelling at my husband and uh, my business is tanking rapidly, rapidly, we're losing numbers. I'm dividing people all over the place. I'm screaming at people in, in parking lots and at. Um, protests. And it's just awful. There's nothing that is sustainable as a human being inside of it. It's just constantly trying to pull up more anger in order to keep yourself moving forward. And it's exhausting Mm. and it's awful. And it slowly just deteriorates and pulls your whole entire life away to the point that when we finally got through this and felt like we'd won something, everyone just stepped out. So we no longer have much of an organization that can help because, you know, the government's coming back. There's, you know, certain sides of this still that are coming back up and that need to be handled and talked about. But almost every single one of us had so much anger that we completely burned ourselves out and none of us are willing to step back into it. Right. And so no one's there to say, oh, I already have all this information. I can help you. It looks like this. Here's our old petitions. Here's the papers. Here's the. Uh, the letters, all of that stuff, because anger is so toxic that it leaves you with pretty much nothing when you're done.
0: Yeah. It is, it is a parasite and it is a poison. Um, and, and especially when it it, it, online, it gets so contagious, like, Mm -hmm. like, so when you talked about how like people are cowering behind the screens and like you disagree with that i do too i don't think that social media in and in and of itself is necessarily good or bad it is a mirror it's an amplifier and it is going to amplify what is currently there and for a lot of people that's a lot of insecurity that's a lot of anger there's a lot of heated opinions that gets amplified and put on blast for the whole world to see um So yeah, I, I can only imagine how, I mean, life draining that must've been. So how, how did you climb out of that hole of Um, being drained of life?
1: There became a point with that organization where I, I did something they, one of them didn't like, and we just kept coming to head again, like just, just head to head, yelling at each other, screaming at each other. I mean, we're supposed to be on the same team. We're supposed to be working together, but we have too much rage and rage is what was fueling us to be able to step back and even have conversations as like humans and adults in real life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and there just became a point where like I did something they didn't like. I didn't ask the right person permission. And we it just escalated until I said, I I can't be a part of this anymore. And it was just a hard stop and a clean break. And I handed all of my stuff over and my websites and all of the things that I had created, I just handed it over and I walked away. But it took months to crawl out of it because it is like a cycle. And in your brain, you have, you have pathways in your brain. So every time you make a choice, you're creating a pathway in your brain. And the more that you make that choice, the more it becomes like a well-worn pathway or a super highway eventually. Mm -hmm. And I had a very good anger highway. And so when something happened, my brain was like, oh yeah, of course, we've already done this a thousand times and anger is the correct path. So this is where we're going. And so I spent months and months trying to reprogram, essentially, remap, that's a better word, remap my brain to decide to take other pathways, to decide to scroll past something, to walk away from it, to not be angry. And it was hard and it was painful and it was incredibly frustrating and one of the best things I've ever done.
0: I can only imagine like, and it's, it's so much, it's so much easier said than done. Just scroll past it. You don't have to comment on it, especially when we are primed in a society where we are taught or showed by example that you should comment on everything and tell them that they are wrong because they are wrong and their opinion is wrong and they need to know that they are wrong and the whole world needs to know it because they're wrong and my ethical rightness needs to make sure they know that they're wrong. But (laughs) but we don't like it's uh, um, it's so it's I mean, not easier, but easier on your soul to choose to just walk away sometimes. When someone yes. po- when someone pokes the bear, especially especially online. Um duh. so how, how how can we let go of our anger? How can we remap our brain? What has your been your experience with doing that so that you don't go off the handles as someone in real life so that you don't get into a trolling conversation with some rando online. Okay. So
1: I created, I created kind of questions that I had to ask myself. This is actually the chapter of my book. I'm literally writing right now.
0: Ooh.
1: Um, see, look, no one else can see that, but I'm showing him my
0: My card, yeah,
1: for my my book. Um, Okay, so what I did is I created these questions because, like the idea, like you said, about just scroll past it. I don't know how to just scroll past it. Like, thanks for breaking it down, but I don't know how to do that Um, because of all the things you said. I feel like I should be correcting people. I feel like I should be standing up for people and saying things and getting involved. Cause that's what people tell us, even though it's not actually effective anyway. So the first question that I started asking myself to make myself stop scrolling, I mean, continue to scroll to make myself not get involved, um, was, does this cause harm? So like, is this actively this post that I'm looking at, is not harming somebody? Is it causing harm? I got into it really bad once with a kid who kept telling me that there was no generation between millennials and boomers (laughs) and I wanted to scream. And, um, my mentor at the time was like, Kara, you're fine. Who? Wow. Not a big deal. And that's when I had to create this one is, does this cause any harm? No, it doesn't matter that he thinks there's not a generation there. It doesn't matter that he,
0: which there isn't. but <laughs> I'm, oh, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding.
1: Right. No rage. Anyway. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Like it's not actually hurting anybody. It's just me and my ego needing to correct someone. And when you admit that it's just an ego problem, you're like, Oh, never mind. I can, I can keep going. Right.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Usually I can, I can go a little further. I can keep going. Okay. The next question I have to ask myself because there's five, because the first one doesn't usually work.
0: Right a couple layers of filters.
1: Yes. So like there's speed bumps in my head. They're like speed bumps on my highway, that anger highway to just like, maybe slow me down a little tiny bit. Anyway, the next one is, will I have heartache about this tomorrow or next week or next month? There are things that I feel angry about and I read it and I read the comments. Don't read comments. I read the comments and I'm pissed. And I'm like, it does cause harm because they're spreading misinformation or it does cause harm because I can make excuses all day. Anyway, but the next one is, will it cause heartache tomorrow? I don't usually remember these things the next day.
0: Have have you ever gotten like anger hung over? Like you're so emotionally drained from being angry the next day. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't remember anything from yesterday. Yes,
1: (laughs) yes. And then I'll get like the comments, the notifications in my comments and they'll be like fighting with me. And I'll be like, oh, why did I care about this? what are we talking about? Let
0: me research my point once again.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So I have to ask myself, will this, will I care about this in a week? Is this actually something that I am going to be passionate about even in an hour? Right. And that would help me too. So we can move forward, get things done. Okay. The next one actually is a lot of self-reflection and is kind of a hard one for most people. And the next one is what do I want? So in this conversation and somebody says there is no generation X or whatever. I want to be right, dang it. (laughs) Yeah. And I have to ask myself, like, hang on, what do I want from this conversation? And sometimes it's like, I want everyone in the world to agree with me. And then you have to be like, wow, that's really arrogant of you, Kara. Maybe you should not be doing those things. Right. Or I want this (laughs) person to feel really bad about themselves. And then you're like, oh oh, if I just want this person to feel feel really bad about themselves, I'm not sure that's a good thing to be doing. Right. Or I want this person to change who they are as a person to completely fundamentally change who they are. You don't have control over their people. So that's not even possible. Right. And so that's probably one of the bigger ones. It's in the middle for a reason. The first two are like little speed bumps. And this one's like the bigger one.
0: Pulling out Um, the spikes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. When you're angry and you're arguing, especially online, it's important to know what you want from the end of the conversation. Right. And if you're like, no, I just need them to give me a variance for my
0: garage. (laughs) You know, maybe that's okay. (laughs) For a variance means a building permit guys. And, and (laughs) Kara has been dealing with, um, Funny, just borders around her, around her property in the city, not letting her build a garage and thus it's a certain, in certain distance away. Anyway, it's been a whole adventure. You guys should go check it out on Facebook. It'll <laughs> unfold. Uh,
1: Yeah, it has. I was right. And I got what I wanted, but like, I knew I needed something specific. So it's a little bit different than I just need someone to feel like, right, 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 right. So I can feel better. Right. Okay. There's only two left. The next one is what do I need to learn? I used to be a journalist. I was a political journalist and it was rough, uh, but I did that for about two or three years. And um, one of the things I learned there is that if I couldn't write both sides of the story, I don't know both sides of the story. Yep. And if I couldn't, and that's not just like write it, but like convincingly and truly write both sides of the story, then I don't know both sides of the story.
0: And you don't know the story.
1: Yes, exactly. And so I don't get to write about it until I know those things. So as I'm scrolling through stuff and I want to comment and I feel like this is where I need to be and I'm getting angry and all of those things, that's one of the huge questions I ask myself is what do I still need to learn? So what do I know about this? Can I write the opposite view? Can I write, I don't believe there's two sides to every story, I believe there's like four or five. Um, And what all do I know and what do I still need to learn? Which then can send me down a rabbit hole of learning a little bit more, of reading another side of a story of asking questions. Mm -hmm. instead of being just hyper aggressive, which I'm really good at that too. Okay. And then the last one (laughs) right. (laughs) And then the last one is, does this make the biggest impact? So um, we're all really good at yelling online. Like we are, it's fine. Uh, We're really good about putting our opinions out there and screaming at each other and yelling at each other and trying to force each other to become uh, what we think everyone else should be. Mm Mm-hmm. The reality is that doesn't usually work. None of mm-hmm. us are like, oh, my life was changed because someone screamed at me online. What a day, <laughs> right? Um, but there are like real ways to make impact. And most of those real ways to make impact take less time and less energy than continually arguing online. Yeah. So like, I've been able to, I mean, and it took a long time. Like this wasn't like, I asked myself these questions one day and I was like, I'm healed. I have no anger. Um <laughs> but as i'm doing the research as i'm asking what i really want as i'm asking questions instead of lecturing i'm realizing that there's real places where my skills can be used that take less energy that take less time and are not terrible for my mental health they're good for my mental health and they make a significantly bigger impact that is and if i if i go through those questions rarely do I still feel like I need to be there battling with strangers.
0: That is amazing. So let's go through those again. So one is, does this cause harm? Does this cause harm? Two is, do I care about this?
1: Yep. Will I and have then, heartache tomorrow.
0: And then three, what do I want? And then four, what do I need to learn? Mm-hmm. And then five, will this make the biggest impact?
1: Yes. Good job. We don't wait, okay. wait
0: listen. There we go. I know. Right. I'm feeling so proud of myself. So guys, these are great questions to be internally asking yourselves because we're all on social media. We all see things we don't agree with. We all have the opportunity to start bashing and contending one with another. And we also all have the choice to not. And I think these, these speed bumps, these filters are a great opportunity for us to self-reflect so that we don't go down that rabbit hole. So we don't get sucked dry of our soul and all of our emotional energy because we're so consumed with anger um, that we totally neglect the rest of our lives. Um, wow, I've loved this so much. So hey, thanks. Hey, thanks. I know I'm pretty awesome. Took me. It took me years <laughs> to figure it out. So, <laughs> and and so now now, I mean we we all we all get triggered still. We all see things that just like, bam, and, you know, anger highway gets triggered real fast. Sometimes we might skip over all them speed bumps. Um, how, and in, 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 I mean, in your experience, when you've gone too far down anger road um, and you've had to say sorry, and you've had to confront that you were wrong um, or you've had to, you know, repair broken relationships, how difficult was that?
1: There are relationships that I have damaged that will never be repaired. So, I mean, it can be pretty difficult. Um, I have like damaged relationships with my sister. Eventually, I feel like we can repair that, but that takes a long time. I mean, that's years and years of my anger. Mm-hmm um, training her brain essentially to think that I'm a certain way
0: right. and
1: to feel defensive and to feel like I'm attacking her. Cause I did for years, like that's, that's the reality of it. And it's really hard to repair something that long-term
0: mm. and that
1: was that, um, damaged. I have a friend who's passed away and, um, I can't, obviously I can't fix that one. And yeah, I mean, that one's a really big deal to me, but there's nothing I can do. Um, The other ones aren't as bad. The other ones are about humility and being willing to say, man, I was wrong. We talk sometimes about apologizing, like it's a bad thing.
0: No. Um,
1: Like it's admitting that you were wrong. Like it's saying that the other person was right. Like it's any, you know, all of these things. Some people really have an aversion to apologies. Yeah. I, I feel like apologizing is, is very underrated.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes.
1: Sometimes we want to repair things by just ignoring them and moving forward like it didn't happen, but it kind of leaves like this chasm and kind of this awkwardness that no one's talking about. Um, so really a big thing is just being willing to apologize quickly and to mean it and to be willing to try to do different things, to, to learn something from what you've done
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then to be able to move on together.
0: Right. No, Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, as we're coming to a close with this, I do a lot of stuff with kids, right. And on social media, digital safety, stuff like that. We talked about, a lot about how social media can be linked to or some, a lot of our anger, um, and a lot of our chronic anger. Um, what would you tell kids if they are just learning the ins and outs of social media? What would be your heads up kind of thing?
1: Um, my biggest thing goes back to what I said to start with. There are more people on social media than you will ever have access to in your entire life. And you cannot, you cannot understand their unique, everyone's unique circumstances. It's not possible. So they're going to have severely different opinions than than you and way different life stories. And there's a reason their opinions are different. It's because they grew up completely different than you. Mm -hmm. And I think my biggest advice would be to learn about people instead of judging how we all act and our opinions.
0: I love that. Does that
1: make does that make sense? Absolutely.
0: Learn about people instead of instead of trying to change them.
1: Exactly. No one it's impossible for the whole world to be on the same page. Our lives are so vastly different. We have I mean just even the regions where we live like I live in the middle of nowhere. Nathan knows that. I do. I (laughs) do. And my concerns are not the same concerns as even somebody who lives in the same state, but in the city. Mm -hmm. And those are never going to be exactly the same. We're not going to understand it the same way. And now you have the entire world at your fingertips. It is okay for you guys to not agree with each other.
0: Yep, absolutely. Oh my gosh, this has been amazing. Thank you so much, Kara, for everything we've talked about. Um, So how can people see what you're up to? Shameless plug time. Let's hear it.
1: Oh, okay. So I am on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, and it's just at Kara Writes Stuff. And my book that's coming out is How to Love People When You Hate Humans. And it Pretty. should be on the way.
0: it will be out there guys. So all the links for those will be in the description. Make sure and go check her out. A lot of her stuff is really thought provoking and it can really help you think before you post or react or engage with trolls online. Um, For your daily dose of positivity, make sure to go and follow me at bulliesbe.gon. If you want me to speak at your church school organization, email me bullies.speaker at gmail.com. And those will be in the show notes as well. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.